Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering. Welcome to this episode, Modeling a Career, with our guest, Matt. Thanks for being here today, Matt. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Matt Blossa, founder and ML engineer consultant at Aspire Analytics. Background with about five years in data, different in different roles from data analyst, data scientist, and ML engineer, and now currently doing a bit of strategy consulting but a lot of focus on recommender systems and a lot of data strategy lately, which is my passion. Graduated from University of Iowa and did some work overseas in data. Wonderful. I'm really excited to talk about data with you today. Why did you choose this career? I didn't choose it. Actually, it chose me. So like I started out as a marketing analyst a long time ago, and then Things progressed into the marketing strategist. And then from there, I wanted to understand more about the data. So eventually one thing led to another. So that's what happened. Basically, I followed my passion and I followed my curiosity. Great. I think that's actually a pretty common story for people getting into data. Not always the path that they planned, but they do find that they have a passion for it. What is one thing that you know now that you wish you knew before graduation? One thing is to be able to explore. So one thing when I did when I was in school is, is I said, okay, everything I'm learning here is going to apply and I don't need to learn anything. What I found out is, yes, what you're learning in school is important. It's the foundation. It's the fundamentals. But you need to learn that. But you also need to spend some time outside trying to really ask questions about how you're going to apply it. Because the fundamentals are there to give you a framework. They're not there to give you a total like guide to do to run the rest of your life. So one thing I really wish I could have done is asked more questions and spent more time actually exploring the data field because it's gotten a lot more complex now than it did before. And it would have made my transition a lot easier between these jobs if I had done that. Um, what are some of the things that you find exciting and changing in that data world? So I would say the dimensionality of it. So it's gone from when I was starting out in data, it was like analytics, just pure analytics. Everyone just wanted to know what was going on. But it's become more predictive. Before it was very, people were saying data-driven, but it was more along the lines of, hey, we have an idea of how this is guessing. Now with the rise of LLMs and with more organizations using machine learning models, it's become more focused on actually saying, okay, not guessing, but more focused on, yes, we do know for a fact that this is the case. And yes, we can actually make decisions off it. So it's a great time for like new grads to come out and have that because they have the luxury of being able to say with some certainty what they're seeing and the analytics is true. And they can actually give real insights that can make real good decisions on the strategic level for businesses. Yeah, I think one of the things that's exciting about machine learning is before those kind of analytics and metrics you were talking about, I always saw a lot of vanity metrics feel-good metrics, oh, our sales are up, um, but not really understanding what was driving those sales. But with the predictive analytics and machine learning models, you can actually start answering those questions better. 
Yeah. And it's a major disruptor. It really takes a lot of the wind out of the vanity metrics and actually grinds the metrics back more towards reality. I've started to find out. Have you encountered a challenging professional situation like in a data project? And what did you learn from it? So one of the biggest challenging professional situations you'll run into when you're out there is trying to actually deliver a data product. It's deceptive because we go into a lot of work saying, okay, we're going to build these models. And then you learn how to deploy the models. But one of the things that we always run into is, okay, do we need a model? Because in the end, the goal is to answer a business question, not always build a model. And sometimes it's cheaper just to build a conditional statement than let's say build a model. And the challenge of that professional situation that really useful for students is being able to look at what the use case is, like look at what the business problem and what the business wants so that they can solve a question that they want to know that helps them make better business decisions on the edge. So for me, it was really learning how to see those. So this is multiple professional situations. And what I learned from it is, is you really have to spend a lot of time with the soft skills, really learning how to interview business users, try to understand like what their needs is, because sometimes they lack the ability or the knowledge sometimes to be able to express what they want. They might know what they want, but they don't know how to express it. And the most important thing I've learned is knowing how to ask questions, knowing how to be interviewed well, know how to be curious, and also know how to spot patterns in the business use cases you're doing, because that goes really far to helping your career, because you're at that point, you're a force multiplier, because not very many people can do that. For sure. And that's how you're adding value to the organization. And I think that is what can really help someone in their career, especially in data engineering and data analytics, by having that curiosity and asking those questions. A previous guest on the podcast talking about data is said, I get these requests, but my first thing is always to say, yeah, but what else do you want to know? Help me understand why you want to know this metric because I might be able to help you ask better questions or might be able to tell you that we have this other data that actually will get at what you're wanting more. Yep. That's the case even in machine learning. It doesn't change. And I've been telling people, whether it's your data analytics, whether it's your data engineering, whether it's ML or even trying to build out an LM. And I've run into this constantly. It always comes back to what business value does this derive? And then what is the ultimate question? Because the biggest thing that people realize eventually is, and I've realized, is that sometimes when they're asking for a request, it's not always one question. It might be multiple questions. And there's your opportunity to deliver value because now you just gave your team three more things to deliver the value on, three more data products. Yes, for sure. And I think also by asking those questions in the interview, you get more of the business contacts, especially if you're coming into a problem or a consulting situation where you don't have a lot of background on what they're actually trying to ask. <laughs> when you're actually looking at the data and are asking the question, does my model make sense? Then you can actually go back to those interview questions and then make the determination. Yes, it is getting at what I want, or maybe we need to do some refinement. So what advice would you impart to someone just starting their career in data analytics and engineering? Define everything. Like I I was a math guy before and I did math proofs. And the biggest thing that you always focus on is definitions, like definitions and then theorems. In this case, it would be knowing the definitions of things. Just because someone says, okay, you have an LM here or I have a machine learning model. What does that mean? Understand how that works. You don't have to be an expert unless you're a research data scientist. You don't need to go that far, but understand the basic mechanics of it. Then when you're actually working with people and like 
doing, whether it's analytics or anything that you do, ask for definitions. So if you're a data engineer, ask what the column means. How is it derived? For if you're a machine learning engineer, ask the data scientists, like, what does this feature means or what's the use case for your model? Or if you're even an analyst asking like, okay, so what kind of insights does this bring out? Once you can get the definition, not only can you get the project done and over-deliver, you can also find other things that you can over-deliver on and sense more opportunities to help you know your career. For sure. And I think getting the definitions and also validating the definitions to make sure that you know what maybe that business person thinks that term means is what you think it means and what is actually what was collected in the data. Also, I was wondering, is there any advice you would impart to someone trying to get into data science and starting their careers, such as resources or networking opportunities that might help a junior person, like a college junior or senior? Start early, start getting your internships early on the ground, get your time in the trenches. That's the best way to understand like what's being taught at school. I didn't do that. (laughs) Embarrassingly, I didn't do that. But when I did started doing that, I got more of a context to what I'm doing. So you start to really understand the different ways that a concept can be expressed. So I, I learned recommendation systems in my master's, but when I actually did recommendation systems, I'm saying, okay, there's different ways to implement it. There's different ways to think about it. So it's really important that you go and try and get out there and get a sense of what that is first, because that's going to really help you figure out where you want to go. This is a very big field. And at some point you're going to have to specialize. So move fast and break things is what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. And I would assume that internships are a great way to get that experience. Internships, and I would also say a mentor, because an internship will end eventually, and you may or may not be in contact with that person after. If you're at an internship, try and find a mentor, or if you're outside an internship, find someone who can mentor you, because they'll teach you so much about the field that you won't learn in a book. Yes, I think that is very sage advice, and it's been a theme on the podcast. So thank you for sharing that, and thank you for your time today. Yep, appreciate it. We'd like to thank today's guests for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience. To you, the listener, thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering. We hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions. Let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey. Oh, 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 oh